0: Hello everyone, welcome to our small group leaders podcast where we help you to lead your small group and uh, this is pastor Tim and joining me today is pastor Billy Lyle. What's up everybody? And uh, today we continue to, to talk about the series Resilient. In fact, we actually just concluded the series Resilient. And uh, what a timely series especially in light of what happened on Maui and even as a state of Hawaii. It's a sobering reminder that as a church, we are called to be resilient because as we just seen with the disasters that we truly live in a broken world. And uh, there's been a lot of questions like why? Why did this happen? Well, from the very beginning, the reason why we even have pain and suffering in this world and, and even um, more focus is on death is the fact that because when we sinned, we chose to trust ourselves rather than God, and that's when the world became fallen. And so since then, we see these kind of things happening in this world, whether it's you know, someone causing harm to someone else or nature causing harm to um, groups of people. But the good news, as we see in Scripture, is that God has a plan from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And so that plan is centered around one word, that's His Son, Jesus, who conquered death by being our sinless sacrifice. And also, not only did Jesus die for us 2,000 years ago, but we see in Scripture that He's going to come back and restore the world in proper yes. order. So the, the big question, and we're going to address this in our group, is what are we called to do till then? Mm-hmm. Right, and, and that's where we are called as the church and individuals following Christ to bring hope to a hopeless world. Mm-hmm. And practically what that looks like is to love people by serving them and specifically sharing the gospel. And when we share the gospel, it means we explain to people who Jesus is and also what he has done. And also scripture reminds us that the world we live in is temporary and so that we are called to focus on eternal things. And so I want to encourage you with this, small group leaders. This is a great time for us to call our group members to not be overcome by the chaos that we see, but to really rise up in the midst of the chaos. And so we have the scriptures before you that um, show you all the things that we just summarized in our in our um, main thought. But we're going to jump right into a discussion question which says, uh, what stands out you What stands out to you from the weekend sermon or the main thought in scriptures above and why? And Pastor Billy actually just got back from Japan this past week, and God showed him some things with um, even a past disaster that happened in Japan.
1: Yeah, you know, I was in Japan when the the fires broke out on Maui, and so I found out about it. You know, um, obviously first of all on social media, and then people started texting me and calling me, and and um, you know, there are some striking parallels i think to uh, i was talking with someone who was helping with the recovery of the sendai region after the tohoku uh, disasters the earthquake tsunami and then the, then the nuclear reactor meltdown and, um, you know, relief organizations went in, you know, a lot of Christians organizations like Samaritan's Purse and other things uh, went in there, helped rebuild and helped to recover and, and serve the people there. And uh, one of the guys was telling me that now there are entire families and even villages in that region that are Christian because of the relief and, and the prayers and the Christians that went in to make a difference there. And I couldn't help but think, you know, God may be wanting to do, do that again here in these islands, in Hawaii, that, you know, historic uh tragedy you know i think god wants to bring historic revival out of it and um just realizing that that the church he's called his church to respond in a way to help bring life out of this chaos and out of this tragedy and so you know that's what really stood out to me you know as i was thinking about this weekend message is uh you know the church we're called to respond by by practically loving people yeah. and being his ambassadors for the right. gospel you know in the early days of this this disaster on Maui you know our good friend pastor Jonathan, who's our pastor on Maui uh, we were on the phone i think it was friday in japan thursday here in hawaii and he was telling me about what they were doing they were going into lahaina and you know he was just neck deep in in serving in that moment mm-hmm. and um you know they were in just chaos mode trying to trying to bring relief and and help save lives and all that and they did a great job, and now that the big organizations are in, no, they don't longer need to do those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now we're 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 just on the phone today when we recorded this, talking about you know how can we as a church strategize and 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 plan to be a part of the long term recovery solution in Maui and I was just there on Friday and we were discussing you know how can we partner with schools now because kids are kids the, the the students in Lahaina their schools are gone so they're being bussed into Kahului and other places and the schools are already you know under-resourced mm-hmm. before this crisis now they're even more so so we were talking about how can we serve the schools and talking with principals and different things and 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 now these kids that are going in they're they're traumatized from what happened right and so we were mm-hmm. talking about how can we provide grief support and different things mm-hmm. and start small groups and different things. Things for these kids and their families uh, who are going through just a, a tremendous time but you know in doing all of that yes it's because we care and humanitarian but man we want to point people to Jesus right? because right. at the end of the day you know if we don't point people to eternal life in Jesus Christ we're missing the big picture mm-hmm. and that's the realm of the church where Red Cross will provide all the humanitarian aid well the church needs to come in and provide the gospel yeah. and the kingdom of God and eternal salvation and so we're, we're strategizing that and, and you'll hear you know we'll, we'll share more you know in the days to come mm-hmm. and how we can uh, really roll this out But we're looking at any and every way To serve and make a difference And ultimately point people to the kingdom um, And so uh, Continue to pray and, uh, and and how can we all be a part of the solution Because here's the other thing Even here on Oahu we all have friends and neighbors And you, you all listening probably know people People in our small yeah, groups know right. people right. I was in a prayer group on Thursday And the guy standing next to me um, Still hasn't heard from his cousin in over mm-hmm. a week and you know and, and you know what that means and and you're just like okay we need to care for our community too mm-hmm. who are grieving and suffering right. and so church if you know somebody you know we hear of something in, in our small groups how can we rally around those people to love and support them and ultimately point them to Jesus which is the ultimate goal but this is our moment for the state of Hawaii mm-hmm. to really be the light and i believe whatever revival happened in Sendai will happen even greater here in Hawaii through all of this so
0: Yeah, and uh, I'm really looking forward to jumping in my group and hearing from other groups that um, I'm in contact with just to see what God is doing through all this because we are here for this particular time in history, Mm -hmm. for this moment, and uh, that totally leads into our second question. How does having a biblical, eternal perspective affect the way you see and, and live in this world? And, you know, we... We can look at. I, I like what you said. You know, there are great organizations that are meeting the immediate needs, yep. and yes, our churches in Maui um, responded with that right Amen. away. Yep. Um, but but also always remembering that beyond that, it's the sharing the gospel yep. because that's what matters most. But also when we have that perspective, it's a reminder that we can be going through. And I, I already talked with um, some other church members. It was such a, a good reminder that whatever problems we have that we're facing. And and not trying to minimize our problems because some people are facing real, you know, big problems in this life. But when you realize in a moment where things can immediately change, yeah. That it could it could just immediately bring you down or If you look up to God and you remember the everything that is happening biblically and and what God is doing through it all, it can actually lift you up, cause you to respond in faith, cause you to respond and and do something about what is going on. Absolutely, you know
1: one of the things that really stood out to me through this crisis. I mean, I I love Lahaina. You know, Mm -hmm. my wife and I had our honeymoon there, and we had talked for the last 18 years. Mm -hmm. We need to go back. We need Mm -hmm. to go back. You know, and. And uh, there's, there's certain places that just, like, have a lot of meaning, and Lahaina's one of those. Mm-hmm. And, in fact, I was just there in June with Pastor John and his wife, and, and you know, I was just like, man, I got to bring Naomi back here, you know? Mm-hmm. I felt bad eating there without her, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and, and you realize this in a moment, it's all gone. Yeah, You know what I mean? Yeah. And I can't imagine being a, a resident of that area, but... Just realizing that like everything on this earth is temporary. Yes. You know what I mean? Like even two hundred years of history mm-hmm. that, that, that town's been so marvelously preserved and and it's gone. You right. know, and you realize that all the things that we put our efforts in on this earth are temporary. Mm-hmm. And I know humans, we don't like to think that way. We like to think that we can build permanence, yeah, right. you know, and, and, and that and what we're doing matters so much. But in reality, the only thing that matters are not these temporary things. It's the eternal stuff mm-hmm. that lasts forever. And so I was just thinking about the passage, you know, in our, in our message and in the notes, right, Second Corinthians. So we fix our eyes not on what is seen, but on what is unseen, mm-hmm. since what is seen is temporary. That's great. And what is unseen is eternal. And you even just think about how fast these temporary things were taken away, right? Mm -hmm. How fast it it all went down, it can terrify you. Or it can point us to the reality that we're not meant to live here forever anyway. Yes, You know what I mean? And, and redirect our attention away from the temporary and onto the eternal. And so I think to answer that question, how does having a biblical, eternal perspective affect the way you see and live? And it's, it's affected me to realize, man, I, 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 I live for some stuff that's mm-hmm. temporary. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Chase after things, you know, possessions, success, my kids' yeah, success right. and all that. And, and all that is good and necessary, but it's not the most important thing. And what's most important is the gospel and pointing people to the kingdom of God because that's all that's gonna last forever. And you know, at the end of the day, what we're mourning is not just the loss of buildings and historic landmarks, but lives, right? Mm -hmm. And we realize that's what really matters and that should be what really matters. So small group leaders I just want to encourage you, you know as you process with our groups this week you know let's let's really try to frame an eternal perspective that hopefully you know we can live a little bit less for these temporary things and a little bit more for the kingdom of God yeah. and what really really matters I was talking to my kids about that like what really matters is souls and that's mm-hmm. why we do what we do not just this temporary stuff and I think God allows these moments as hopefully reminders to us right yeah. to reframe our perspective
0: That's so good. And so that second question was really about framing our perspective. But the third question really centers around what we're going to do about yeah, that. It's yeah. one thing to have the right thought and, and graphs and context of what's going on. But then for us as the church, we need to respond and do something in faith. Faith is active. And so that leads into our third question. What current opportunities do you have to serve and share your faith with someone going through a crisis or who is not walking with God? And the reason why it says, please be specific, because we want our group members to really process and think about, wait, is there a co-worker that I saw that yes. seems like they were down? And mm-hmm. why were they unusually down this mm-hmm. week? Maybe they have a loved one in Maui. Or even if they don't know anyone in Maui, maybe it was such a sobering time for right. them. Good. Yep. And they don't have Christ in their life. It's getting them to question you know, purpose in life or yep. what happens after death. Yep. And so this is a great opportunity to really allow um, the gospel to go out. And it goes out through us individually. And so this is a, a great opportunity to activate faith in our groups, to challenge our people, to really think through the specific people that God's placed in their life, in which maybe God is leading them to pray for, to love on. And I, I want to add this, like sometimes, you know, Pastor Billy, um, you're, you're just saying that there is someone in Maui. Right, that's a good friend of yours that called you and was just just sharing for forty five minutes straight, yeah. just talking, because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's going through so much. Yeah, and sometimes it's just being there. Yes, you know, for that phone call or being present in person. Yep,
1: that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna really encourage everyone: slow down to have mm-hmm. conversations, ask people how they're doing. Yeah, uh, right. Russell, uh, our, our Russell Tolentino, one of our pastors, uh, texted that a friend that he's been reaching out to for years is now open. Because of this crisis, you know, he doesn't have anyone personally connected to Maui, Mm -hmm. but we're all connected, right? We're all connected, you know, and and especially to these islands, we're all connected here. And so we feel a solidarity uh, with that. And so people Mm -hmm. are mourning, you know, people are uh, going through it. So I want to encourage us to slow down. Uh, have conversations, ask people how they're doing and then and with a follow up and no, how are you really doing, you know, and just <laughs> listen to the to the to the pain, the disillusionment, the fear, anxiety coming out of that and and be be a, be present. Yes. Yeah, I have 45 minute conversation, I just let this person process and I just try to listen, you mm-hmm. know, and, and and prayed after and and uh, trying to be present, you know, even when I go to like my son's basketball things, you know, trying to be more present mm-hmm. and just listen to what people are going through. I had a good conversation the other day with a parent who was just like, "I can't, you know, how, how do you process this?" and I was just getting to kind of share little bit and i think god's going to give us more of these opportunities uh, but we need to slow down and not just be Mm. about ourselves but be about uh, being present for people in their suffering because this is affecting everybody and um, how can we minister the gospel in these moments it's going
0: to be so powerful that's great well let's small group leaders let's continue to be sensitive to what people are going through but at the same time let's be dispensers of faith and vision that right now we've we've already been saying this season that we're in is a season of revival mm. and you know what seems like just complete disaster and chaos god can bring out salvation he can bring a new thing through it all yeah. and we are agents of that so i just want to encourage us let's be ready let's yep. continue to believe that our group members will hit new levels of faith through this season and that's part of the byproduct of what you do leaders so we appreciate yep. you continuing to hold the front lines in in leading your groups and continue to maintain Even relationships with your
1: people can i close with this one one illustration you've all probably seen on social media the uh, maria lanaquila church in lahaina mm-hmm. that mm-hmm that is still standing while everything around it burned down. There's also another church there. I don't know if you you guys have seen this, but it's a Lahaina Seventh-day Adventist church that's untouched while everything around it is just, like, burnt. And I think... You look at that, and I think that's a picture for all of us. We, the church, are called to stand amidst Mm -hmm. the devastation. We're called to be a light amidst all the brokenness and to be the hands and feet of Jesus to people that are hurting and suffering. And so let's all rise up and and look for opportunities to do that with people connected to Maui or just people hurting through normal life because life is hard. Mm -hmm. And we're called to be the light of the gospel in the midst of all of it. So thank you, leaders, for all you do. Thank you, leaders. Bless you.